Perak Dalit Mishnah Gimel. This Mishnah discusses another example where the halacha depends on the local practice. There's no black letter ruling on the issue. It's not you know, inherently forbidden. In some places there's a practice to be stringent. Other places don't have that practice, so one should follow his local practice. And this particular issue relates to the prohibition which is stated in Parshas Mishpatim, Pasuk there says, Vayoma Shavitishbos, the seventh day you shall cease from Malacha, Laman Yanuach Sharcha Vachamarecha. And your ox and donkey shall rest from Malacha as well. So clearly it's forbidden for a Jew to have his animal do Malacha for him on Shabbos. That would be a biblical violation. And based on this prohibition, it would also be forbidden for a Jew to lend or rent out an animal that's Typically used for malacha, any behemagas, a large livestock, an ox or a horse, a Jew cannot lend or rent it out to a non-Jew on Shabbos because presumably he's going to use that for malacha on Shabbos. Even during the rent period, the Jew is still the owner of the animal. So that's definitely forbidden. The Mishnah will state that on top of this, the Rabbanan decreed that a Jew shouldn't even sell large livestock to a non-Jew. For If that were permitted, a Jew might come to rent or lend such animals to non-Jews over Shabbos, which, as we explained, would be a violation. But it would appear that the prohibition should not extend to the sale of smaller animals like sheep or goats, for those are not animals that are used to perform malacha. So the whole issue doesn't apply to those animals, yet our Mishnah teaches that in some communities the custom was not to sell even small animals to non-Jews as a further safeguard against uh, renting or lending large livestock to non-Jews on Shabbos. The Mishnah states, In a place where the custom is to be lenient, to allow the sale of small livestock like sheep or goats to non-Jews, Mokrin, person who lives in such a community, may do so, he may sell the smaller animals to non-Jews. When the place where the custom is not to sell even small animals to non-Jews, then a person is bound by that local practice. He may not do so. The Mishnah then adds, All places, it's forbidden to sell to non-Jews large livestock, like oxen or horses, since those are typically used for malacha. And thus, uh, there's a concern that if we permit the sale of such animals to non-Jews, people might end up renting them to non-Jews too. And then, as we explained, it would be a problem for the Jew, in effect, would be arranging for his animal to perform malacha in a way that benefits him on Shabbos, which would be a biblical violation. And so the sale of such a large livestock, oxen, horses, is not something that is a matter of custom, that depends on where you live. Rather, there is an absolute rabbinic prohibition to do so. And the first opinion adds, this prohibition applies even to agalim usiachim, oxen that are still calves, or horses that are still foals, so meaning they're not ready to work yet, they're too young, still the prohibition applies, and whether whether they're healthy or injured, in a manner that they're unfit to actually perform malacha, first opinion argues that no distinction is made between these different animals, even if this particular large kind of animal is not yet fit for malacha, or for whatever reason is, has a condition that's not fit to perform malacha, it doesn't matter if we would start making distinctions, uh, there would be confusion. If people see a one is permitted, they would think the other is permitted. So there's a categorical prohibition here against the uh, sale of any kind of a large livestock 
oxen or horses to non-Jews. However, a Yehuda matir b'shvura. Yehuda permits the sale of a maimed large animal. His reasoning is that we could assume that as soon as the non-Jew purchases this animal, that being that it's permanently incapacitated from working, he's going to slaughter it immediately. So you're never going to end up with a situation where people see, oh look, it's a non-Jewish person who purchased a large animal from Shmerol. So I guess uh, it's okay, the rabbis allow the sale of even large animals to non-Jews. It's not going to come to that because the non-Jew is going to slaughter the animal right after he purchases it. But Rabbi Huda agrees with Tanakama that the sale of a large livestock, even when they're very young and not yet fit for work, is going to be prohibited because there, of course, the non-Jew is very likely will keep that until it's big enough to work. And you have the problem that you know, eventually you're going to see this animal that was uh, purchased by a non-Jew from a Jew. So people think, okay, I guess that's totally fine. And they may also rent such animals to non-Jews, which, as we explained, could come to a biblical violation. Now, all of the opinions so far apply the prohibition to even horses, that the Jew can't sell a horse to a non-Jew. Why? Because that's a large animal that seemingly is used for melacha. So you have the problem that we described above. However, the mission brings a different opinion on this. Ben Beseira Matir Basos. Beseira permits the sale of a horse to a non-Jew. Although horses are sometimes used for melacha, like plowing, or to transport new things. However, the most common use of a horse is to transport people. People ride on horses. Now, a horse carries a person. It's not technically committing a malacha violation because of a principle called chai noseyasatzmo. A living thing, so to speak, carries itself. The malacha of hotza technically only applies to a dead weight, meaning an inanimate object. Therefore, the Messiah rules, it's not forbidden to a sell a horse to a non-Jew, because the only reason to forbid that would be the worry that maybe we would rent a horse to a non-Jew. Messiah argues, but even if we would rent a horse to a non-Jew, that shouldn't be a problem, because you know, presumably the horse isn't going to be used for actual malacha. It's just going to ride on the horse. It's rabbinically forbidden to ride on a horse, but that doesn't rise to the level of you know, violation of Shvisa's behema, the fact that his horse is carrying a person. So selling a horse, Messiah says, to a non-Jew is permitted. The previous Tanayim disagree, they argue that there could be a real issue when it comes to even horses, because certainly there are horses which are work horses, which are trained specifically to carry things or plow, things of that nature, rather than carry people. In other words, horses which are trained to perform acts, which on Shabbos would be a biblical malachas. So you do have the problem that we're discussing in our Mishnah, the previous time say that it's forbidden to sell horses to non-Jews as well. Because if we would permit the sale of horses to non-Jews, the Jew might rent a horse to a non-Jew, and that would indeed be an issue. That is, you know, for a Jew to rent a workhorse to a non-Jew for Shabbos, that's a problem. For then, the Jew is essentially arranging for his horse to do a malach on Shabbos, which would be a biblical violation. It should be noted that the Shulchan Aruch says that nowadays... The practice is to permit the sale of even large animals to non-Jews. See the Shulchan Aruch and commentators there for discussion as to the basis of this permit, which seems to fly in the face of the teaching of this Mishnah.